and then examine it trends Listen to two best friends, you just the word on the strings Girl, welcome to Word on the Straits, the podcast where we unpack straight culture. And let our fag flag fly. I'm Sam. I'm Joe. Working out the intro on the show. You know, it used to be so easy to say it in sync. And it, is, it feels weird to say it by myself, but I think it's ultimately better for the audio quality. No, like um, totally. Like clashing audio like, over the internet does not sound cute. Especially right at the very beginning of the pod, where I feel like we should be, like, welcoming people in more. Good, like, dulcet tones instead of dissonant, angry internet noises. I agree. I agree. Competing to be the audio. Uh, Joe, how are you on this? this I mean, we talked pre-pod on this weird, weird, weird day for all involved. Yeah, like like I said, pre-pod, obviously there's some cosmic wrenches in the plan. Like someone upstairs said, fuck today for you. So I just had a weird day, like vibe-wise, generally. But I'm going to look on the positive. I don't want to dwell on the negative. And um, last night I did something very fun and very nostalgic which um, I did on a PC computer that my dad lent me that has a CD drive, you guys. Did you, well, can I guess what you did? Please guess what I did. Did you play Jumpstart fourth grade? I played Jumpstart fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Joe pulled Haunted up the Island. Uh, case for the game. And here's my thing. Like... I know it's embarrassing that like I'm still working on fractions, but if you put the levels up to like level five, it's like complicated multiplying and subtracting fractions. Like when's the last time you did that? So I don't have any shame about this. No, I don't think you should because like we were talking a couple days ago about like being able to do long division and like, I think I can, I like, I've, I haven't like tried a long division problem on a piece of paper, but I can like sort of visualize it, but I really am not certain I would be able to complete a long division problem at this point in my life. This is the spookiest version of Sudoku that like is ever going to be made. Like, and they don't even make this one anymore. It's discontinued because it was too scary for the kids. Like they replaced it with some like normative ass bullshit instead of like a witch that turns everybody into monsters. I know that because one time I was at in elementary school, I saw that we like had the jumpstart games on the computer in our school. And so I obviously went and clicked on jumpstart fourth grade because I wanted to play the game that we played all the time when we were kids. Yeah. And then it was like some other version where I was like, this is not what I signed up for. And <laughs> actually one time I was playing it at your house with friend of the pod, Laura Broman. And like, I, <laughs> didn't i was unable to remember what an adverb was in order to like complete oh, yeah. the puzzles <laughs> the grammar the grammar fucking game is hard it's literally you're reading someone's tombstone and like identifying what an adverb is it's spooky yeah, yeah. and i maybe i would fare better now than i did as a 14 year old but who totally. honestly who knows exactly like some of this is a good refresher for any age 
But I mean, it's such a fucking shame that like, yeah, we have to, it's like kids need to be scared. Like this is what Courage the Cowardly Dog was for. Like the children need to see the darkness. And I'm a firm believer in this. Like some kids are into the weird shit. Like why, why do you have to ruin it for the rest of them and make it all like fucking normie, you know? I, you know, I think that there are also, I mean, there are a lot of kids who are into that sort of stuff. There are a lot of kids who maybe like me are scaredy cats and, you know, wouldn't, I can, I can, I can empathize with the scared children of the world. Fuck these scared kids. It's 2020. They're going to see some terrible shit before the year is out on Zoom school anyway. Like, ooh, irregardless, I digress. Lovely. Um, today for me, uh, well, yesterday I drove from DC to Pittsburgh, and Did normally you rent that's a car? yeah, I rented a car. Yeah. And it was my first time ever renting a car to go there. So adult. Back. So adult. I know, very adult. Really, I mean, I turned twenty six, and I was like, "Get me in an, a vehicle." I don't know. I need to uh, rent a fucking car. Yeah, that's my thing now. Uh, but I so yes, but yesterday. It, I mean, it's supposed to be like a three and forty three hour, forty five minute drive, but it took me like five and a half hours because oh, oh. of like right outside the city, there was some like accident that had happened or something. Mm. And so like for half an hour, I was going like, stop three miles, like miles per hour, stop three miles per hour, stop three miles yeah. per hour. Uh, which is terrible, um, but once I got through that, it was fine. But that just made me all like very tired for today. But I still had to get up early to return the rental car and then go get my freaking eyes checked. I finally got an eye exam. Oh, sick! Um, and I am so glad that Warby Parker did not let me order using my old prescription that I got five years ago, mm. because it turns out, you know, I sort of thought that I was seeing current. Like I currently think or thought previously that I was seeing clearly and no. the images were in high definition. And then she was doing the one, two, one, two for me, one, two, three. Once she put out a three for- I've never of, heard of a three. There was a three in my That's exam insane. today. Uh, and so she was really showing me what, you know, images can look like <laughs> today, uh, this morning, uh, reminding me what the lowest, lowest level of letters can, can be read as. You can um, see clearly now the rain is gone. Yeah, and I was kind of obsessed with this woman who was giving me my eye exam because every time she's a, she's, I mean, obviously she says one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, more than someone who does a mic check, but like, <laughs> She, like the, she said it the exact same way every single time, and it, I I loved it. She was like, "What did she say?" She was like, "One, like really vocal fry," which I loved. One two or two. Two <laughs> every, every time. It's on, it could have been it could have been a recording. It was I I loved it. I love that actually. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love how um, different they sound. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, it was very giving very different line readings. Um, and yeah, and so I'm, and so I got my prescription, turns out both eyes are, you know how eyeglasses are measured in like 0.25 stuff? Yeah, well, I don't really know. Not. I believe you, sure. What any of that is, but uh, like a standard unit of measurement is like 0.25 of something. And then it turned out both of my eyes had gone up a full one of like, oh needing new uh things so see you know what's going to help me understand these fractions is jumpstart fourth grade 
Mm, they really be going in on these franchises. Yeah, four quarters equals one. That is like a blindness. That is like a. And one of them was one and a half. Um, So that was that was news. And she also told me I had very big. Um, what's it called? No, like (laughs) nerves in the on the back of my eyes. I have huge nerves. Uh, like compared to other people, actually, yeah, she said that last huge nerve. Exactly. Well, she was like, for Caucasians like us, we normally have really small ones. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, and then she said, like, it could be glaucoma, but since you're young, it's probably not. So I'm not going to check you for it. And I was like, okay. Um, so that was interesting. They tried to scam me out of $39. For what? <laughs> because I was filling out the intake paperwork and part of it was like highlight. There was a box for, for me to initial highlighted. And I was like, what is this? Uh, cause it said $39 on it. They were like, oh, like you initial there because, uh, it's so that you don't have to get like the eye drops that make your eyes heavier or whatever. So they can like scan it and they're like, but and you have to initial because it's not covered by insurance and it's but it's only thirty nine dollars. And I was like, I'll get the drops. Like I'm not gonna pay thirty nine dollars so that my eyes aren't heavy for like an hour. You know what I mean? Oh um, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Like you walking home probably, right? I and I walked to a Dunkin' Donuts and then I walked home. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so ultimately, that was my morning before I worked all day. So that I was I've just been very exhausted over the Damn. last little bit here, but. Uh, got back out on the running trails for the first time in two weeks and it Whoa. put a pep in my step because I was out there stepping around. Uh, that's been my day. You better get to step in. I love it. Well, you know what's going to make our day even better is our guest. Sammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about her before we bring oh my her gosh. in? Classic. Okay, yes. I, I love this girl. Incredible performer. Amazing improviser and comedian. Uh, I re- I vividly remember uh, my first time seeing the Evente at uh, the UCB mm. Hell's Kitchen Theater, and I was like, oh, "Now who who is this then? Who who is that? Who is that girl mm. uh, performing a form I had never heard of before, right mm. in front of my very eyes, quite deftly, I might add." Uh, it turned out to be our guest, uh, who I am so glad to bring. On to the pod. Let's bring her in. Please welcome to the pod, Jess, Jess Augustine. Hello. I almost Hello. forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you too um, through Google, of course. Yeah. Through the mediation of mm-hmm. Google, you look amazing this evening. <gasps> Thank you. I also worked a whole day, and crazy enough, I worked... Uh, I work at Warby Parker <laughs> in Brooklyn. Like, so it's Thought just like that's my what day, you... just my day at work never ended. I was worried it was going to be a bit of bit too much shop talk for you, so I wanted to get it in before we. Uh, I mean, but it, it's good to have an expert on. I did. I did head home and immediately plug my prescription in to order Warby Parker glasses because the itique that I patronized this morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Has qu- have quite the price point, but can't mm. can't they can't match Warby's prices to my of course. to my experience. Of course, I... or their style, hmm? mm-hmm. or style, or style. 
we got these young people up there styling the glasses and too many too many expensive optical shops. <laughs> these millennials need frames and they need them now. Exactly. Does that I mean do. you know our friend of the pod, Mike Citrola, by chance? Didn't no. he work there? He did work there. There's a lot um, in the city though. Irregardless. Yeah. Um he also hasn't worked there in like over a year. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Uh, just how was your day? Did you did any did anything go cosmically wrong for you today? Today was like fine. I had a pretty cosmically wrong day yesterday, though. Mm-hmm. So I know, it's, I maybe I it's coming it. over the east. It's <laughs> yeah, coming from it, the east, passing through. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. New York had it yesterday, and it just got to Pittsburgh today. And uh, I, sh- I should have warned you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We should have known. Yeah, but you know, we're doing what we can. We're continuing on. We really are trucking along, aren't we? Things we have, have no nev- choice. We ha- yeah, exactly. Things have never been this crazy, and I truly do just have to keep going. I know, and sometimes you just really don't want to. Eternal yesterday, vibe. Yesterday I was supposed to hang out with a friend, and I was just like, it's my day off, and I feel crazy, so it's actually not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I have been there. <laughs> totally. What was I about to say? Oh yeah. Well, as I as I told you guys before the pod last night, I was watching. I was on my Instagram. I went into my archive. I went to November of twenty nineteen and watched through like early March of twenty twenty. Wow. <laughs> I Instagram do that. Stories. Uh, oh my I, god. You guys, that's torture. <laughs> it it was right. torture, but like I, I mean, I really just like felt like I, we've discussed that a lot before, but like I felt like I was thriving right in that period, right before quarantine started, where I was like, "This is a great part of my life," uh, and I wanted to go back and double check, and I was like, "Yeah, everything that happened in those memories looked amazing and fun, and I uh, miss it a lot." Why did I start bringing this up? Oh yeah, because I started getting into later March of this year and a a close friend's Instagram story came up of mine that said like um trying not to be crushed under the weight of every day being the exact same (laughs) that was in March it Uh, is so cute when you think back of like how I was (sighs) acting in March like I was I it was my first like a virtual therapy session and like my therapist was like yeah I feel like at least until July and like her saying like July is when things are going to be back sent me spiraling and then July <laughs> happened and we both laughed about it and it's like <laughs> here we are now in October and that feels psycho <laughs> yeah no yeah. like <laughs> entirely I feel like we've all become different people a couple <laughs> times this year like absolutely entire like a lot of people have changed life plans, like identities, like uh, like people really had to fucking switch it up. It's funny, it's funny. But like, and also, yeah, early quarantine, there's nothing cornier. Like people were just saying the craziest, dumbest, and For like real? most naive shit, yeah. Well, I was just talking about this a couple of days ago, like reminiscing on early quarantine practices where like, 
who knew if we were even supposed to go outside? Like what? What? Like where? Where? Who? Like should? No one knew anything. Girl, no one knew anything knew at anything. all. And so like we were just like afraid to do things that like are. We're now we're like oh yeah like obviously we can go out to the park and stand ten feet away from each other. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I truly like did not leave my apartment from like March until June. Like I did not leave a five block radius. I was like, this isn't happening. I'm not getting it. And the area I moved during quarantine too, which was fun and not stressful, but the area I wasn't before uh, sort of just didn't care. I mean, you could say that about Bushwick, but uh, the area I was in before didn't care more. Mm. And they was also a area with a lot of kids and I thought they would care more. Do you, know, wait, do you think Bushwick doesn't care or like they're not doing well with masks wearing and the whole like I was in Bushwick for like a hot second back in July yeah it's like it's like okay I mean obviously it depends on who you're seeing and everything but like Maria Hernandez Park to name I drop bet. Um, yeah. on a weekend is crazy I like, bet not not where I want to spend my time on a weekend. That's it sure. was crazy before quarantine, though. Like, it was always popping, Maria. Yeah. Maria Hernandez. In New York, they're, like, everybody wears masks all the time while walking around, right? Like, reg- like always, pretty much? Not really. Like, I feel like, like from working, from, like, being back at work this past month, uh, I think this also just might be people that people that live in Williamsburg, but they <laughs> don't really care. Wow. Sometimes, um, like, they'll, like, walk around without their mask on, and then they'll, like, come into shops and put them on, which I'm like, hmm, don't love to see that. But I think for the most part, people are wearing their masks. That's, and then there's I always that... going to be those few special ones. Hello. Yeah. That's good. Well, because, I mean, I just, I've only, I mean, I've been in New York, and I've been in D.C., and I've been in Pittsburgh during the quarantine, <laughs> And, like, I was in Crown Heights area when I was in New York, and I felt like the people mm-hmm. I was seeing were wearing masks. In D.C., literally every time I go outside, like, everyone I see wears a mask always. Like, even if they're nowhere near anybody else outside, like, they have their mask on, which I think is very admirable and, like, mm-hmm. very good. And I do it, too, when I'm in D.C. But now and I'm in Pittsburgh, and, like, people don't really do that. And I have a mask with me, obviously, but, like, I... Only, I only put it on when I'm near other people and I feel like it's fine, right? I think so. Pittsburgh I was... It, yeah. No, I was going to say, I was upstate two weeks ago for, like, the weekend. And that sort of felt like the vibe there, too, of, like... I mean, generally, you're more spread out, obviously. Um, but, like, the group, like, my pod that I've, you know, been seeing over the quarantine since we're all like in New York and in Brooklyn, we were wearing them, but it seems like other people were more lax, but I get that. I feel like you're more spread out, I guess, but. Yeah. I'm just thinking, cause like, I re- I mean, wearing it to go anywhere in DC is great. It makes complete sense to me, but like, I don't, I, it is like the spread out thing when I'm in, like if I leave my house in Pittsburgh, it's not like there's going to be someone on the, like right in front of me. Like if I were to walk out on the street of yeah, a city, yeah. So population density in Pittsburgh is yeah much lower, mm-hmm. and yeah. like you can yeah be smart about it, but then you're also like touching it a lot more by taking it on and off, which That's isn't true. great. But 
I mean, yeah, I was canvassing today and I had a mask on for like five hours. And like, mm-hmm. they tell us not to talk to anybody that's not also wearing a mask. But if I never did that, I would have never registered anyone to vote, you know, like. Yeah. So some people wear them, some people don't. But usually when I'm like, even like if I'm hanging out on my walks through the park or whatever, I'll like have it on. It doesn't bother me. Same. It doesn't bother me. I mean, unless I'm wearing it for like, Hours and hours and hours and hours long. Wait, where? When did I just do this? Where I wore it for like several hours. I can't. Oh, it's. I went to actually. I went to the Museum of the American Indian, which I think the name should change, but you know, not gonna. It's like who knows. But uh, I just like I. We went there, and it took like a. It took like an hour to walk there. We were in it for like two hours, then we walked back. So like after like four hours, my ears were starting to hurt a little bit, but it wasn't like you know, like yeah. deathly pain. Mm-hmm. I was just, I mean, this reminds me of something else my eye doctor said this morning. She was like, it was like the first thing that happened after a long weekend, like the first day that the store was open. And so she was like, it's just so weird wearing the coming into work and wearing these wearing these things, you know, like after, after the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, are you not wearing your mask on the weekend? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Oh, that's comforting. LOL, yeah. I feel like some people really don't get it. And I hate how, like, the fucking pseudoscience is, like, going insane. Like, people, I saw a video on Twitter, like, 10 minutes before the pod that was just like, yeah, girl, this one piece of wire in your mask is a 5G wire, and it's going straight to your brain and frying it. And I'm just like, you guys, like... I've heard this outside canvassing too. Like people think masks are like a huge depopulation conspiracy. And I just can't, I just like, what am I supposed to do with that information? You guys, I can't do that. So crazy. I worked customer service for Warby for a month during quarantine until I was called back into the store. And I had some strange conversations with people. (laughs) Uh, This guy once was like, he like said something, he asked me if he could tell me a joke and then he said something and I can't remember what it was. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, cause coronavirus isn't real. And I was like, cool. Um, yeah, like dude, I don't I didn't... have to talk about this. Right, <laughs> like I did not ask you if you thought the coronavirus was a hoax. Yeah. You decided to tell me that while we were talking about your frames. So. Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theorists really took the phrase 5G and have run with it. They're yeah. like, this is the terminology for me. This is going to slot into every aspect of my existence. But it's like, where were they for 4G? Like, we've had 3G, we've had 4G for so long. What, like, technology has always been weird and, like, left of magical. What about 5G made them finally go, yeah, bitch, this is, this is it. I have never, I've never seen a, like, um, what's it called? A conspiracy about what LTE actually means. Like, (laughs) and then then 5G comes up and, like, this is the one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess they really did. They were just bored as fuck, huh? I mean, we're all bored, and, you know, conspiracy theorists are, are people, too, and they must be bored in their homes. I guess. Uh, have you guys seen that chart, the conspiracy theory chart, where it, like it starts at the bottom and it's like confirmed conspiracies, like people had this conspiracy yeah. <laughs> and it was real, and then it's like 
harmless ones that are like, who knows? Maybe it did happen, maybe it didn't. And then it yeah. goes up and up and up. And then it's like, there's a line of like, anti there's the anti-Semitic line of no return. And then there's yeah. like all the things yeah. at the top that are like, Ew. Yeah. Uh, it was a great TikTok, I think. I yeah, think you made a TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I saw it. But like, that is a very good characteriz characterization of fucking the harm like the like yeah the basing on what is harmful and not is like a very good distinction that should be made about a lot of things for real i agree well to talk about social media like this week was a real turning point in our relationship because you were trying to have a conversation with me about something that was going on on twitter and i had no idea what you were talking about <laughs> yes this the is roles true. have been reversed wow. yeah Suddenly, I'm the extremely online bitch, which has, like, not been the case. Where did that come from? What was I even, like, oh, God. And that's the thing. None of it is important. It is all superfluous. It's all nonsense. I don't want it anymore. Sam, how is it on the other side? Are you <laughs> extremely online, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I'm just don't know what to do with my time. Uh, I would rather die than use it wisely. So I'm like always online when I'm not at work. Fine. And then even when I'm at work, sometimes I'm on it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I mean, it is, it is, not, it is an incomplete journey for me. Like TikTok takes up so much of my time and like, it really has just, I mean, I've got, I've stopped going through Twitter a lot. I've stopped going on, like going through subreddits a lot. And like, and I deleted Facebook. So like, now like all of the time that I would go on social media it just goes to TikTok basically. So it's just yeah. like all of it in one. And mm -hmm. so it's still not a completely healthy, healthy experience of being a person. But it's I'm 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 moving in a direction that I am okay with. I think TikTok is the most addictive one. Totally, it really is. I like held off so long. I didn't download it until like the middle of July. Um, and then obviously at first I was like, I don't like any of these cause it's all like teens in LA dancing. Exactly. Uh, which I personally don't relate to. Uh, <laughs> so then once I finally got in my horrible niche of like dumb shit and farm animals, I'm like <laughs> obsessed. Yeah. Once the algorithm took hold and oh, like figured out who did. you are. It really yeah. did. They really do fucking burrow into your fucking brain. And it's like, oh, you want K-pop fed to you? Okay, <laughs> here. Like, they just, they know yeah. me. It's bad. My, my new favorite thing on TikTok is to use the not interested tab button. Where, like, if a, if a TikTok comes up on my page that, like, I'm like, how did the algorithm think I wanted this? I immediately will be like, no algorithm. You don't know me. You like I, figure out something about me. Like this is you. This is something for you to give me better stuff in the future. Like don't show me anything like this ever again. I did not know that existed. It's <laughs> and it's, now, it's helpful. It's if you hold it, if you hold down for a second, like a menu comes up and you can select not interested, and then it, it like it that. swipes it away, <laughs> and it's like it's like I'm not an accountant at a big four accounting firm. So stop showing me memes about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what am I watching? Moneyball? Get away from me with that. No, Literally. It's like, I don't have any, I, it's no, I, I can't relate to this. No. There should I'm, be more options to like, p turn the dials on your own algorithm for your shit. Like yeah, stop us. Like, go ahead, sorry. No. 
No, because I was going to say, even when you, like, look in a hashtag, it shows you just, like, the big ones. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I saw that because it was on my For You page, and that's why I want to find more. Mm. I mean, I also still, I don't know anything about making, well, I make them, but I don't know anything about, like, <laughs> editing them or anything. But very little effort into yeah. them. Yeah. I also just started making, I well, I just started making them, like, a, a week ago or maybe two weeks ago at this point. But like I really like the the app. It's good. It is yeah. good to create on. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I didn't know until I like started playing around on it, but it's really fun. It seems to be creator friendly, but it's like how do you compete with fucking Jason Derulo? He has like a whole like visual effects team. This because the team think he's trying too hard. Well yeah, that's true. Obviously also, that's true. Probably all like the Gen Xers don't even know who the hell he is. I mean what has he done recently other than being wow. cats? Not to absolutely. I'm not sure. Him, well, I, is, is Savage Love his song? It might be. I'm, I'm not sure. Popular. I'm not music. sure. But like, I think that like, while maybe people wouldn't recognize Jason Derulo, people know his name because he's like, he has successfully said it in every popular song yeah. he's on you know so like um, yeah. people are like jason derulo like everyone knows that right. his pr team was ahead of their time yeah they were Isn't like yeah. brand your name on the song <laughs> wasn't it true that like they kicked howie mandel off of tiktok what wasn't that true <laughs> i have no idea I, I have no idea i think like the beginning of tiktok he was like trying to make it a thing because you know how tiktok is kind of about like class solidarity or like it used to be maybe i, I don't know, know what i'm talking about very little about tiktok i'm like 90 percent sure howie mandel like tried to make a tiktok and then he was like i'm famous and then everyone was like this isn't for you and like bullied him off of tiktok mm. i forget whatever i'm also not sure i did find an article saying howie mandel has become the unlikeliest king of tiktok so i oh. i have not, i'm not able okay. to look into this at this time i don't really know um and i'm sorry to any gen z listeners <laughs> listening to us discuss your your homeland yeah. your app where, where your we culture. literally don't know anything <laughs> God, it is so sad that like, yeah, we really do sound like idiots to. Yeah, I saw a TikTok today about. Um, I said Gen X before, and I meant to say Gen Z, and I just thought about it. I like wasn't sure which one because like Gen X probably might not know Jason Derulo either. Let's say, <laughs> maybe then I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you either way, you were right, which is the best way to speak. Uh, I saw a TikTok earlier today where a guy was talking about like. When he was a kid, he was like, when I'm a dad, I'm obviously going to understand all my kids' shows. Like, it's not that hard. And then he's like, the stuff my kids watch, and, like, it's, like, a clip. And it's just like, what is going on <laughs> on this TV show for this child? Like, I don't I, – I already have no clue what's going on, like, and, like, why I'm seeing what I'm seeing in the video. But, you know, I, I love the youths, and I know mm -hmm. that they're our future, and I support them in all of their endeavors. And I only want the best for them and them to be safe. Me too. I fucking guess. Yeah, like, they're cool. <laughs> Gen Z is I guess cool. I care about the youth. <laughs> I like their sense of humor and, like, I fucking guess they're the future or whatever. Mm -hmm. Guys, how do we feel about moving into the word on the straights? I feel really I feel positive about it. Excellently about yeah. it. 
understand that. Jess, today we wanted to talk to you about height. Height. Height, baby. I love this. I, I, when I was prompted please. with height, I was like, this is, I, I also had a conversation at work about height before. So I was like, oh, height's fresh in the mind today. Mm. What was the, com lead us off with the conversation. Yeah. What would you guys talk about? What is, what is the Warby staff talk about when oh, yeah. there's no one around to hear it? <laughs> My manager was like uh, heading out uh, to like for his lunch break or whatever. And he walked uh, he was like heading out and then he saw like me and my supervisor and we both are taller people who both went blonde uh, during quarantine. So we're Ooh. doing mentally amazing, uh, as you can imagine. A great sign. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, for when you two are turned around, it's just like two tall people with blonde hair. And then he was like, sometimes I forget you're tall. Like sometimes I, I don't think you are. And like that to me sort of sort of stopped me. I'm like five, nine and a half, but mm. I would say being tall has always been like a pillar of my personality as long as I can remember. So it sort of was a little bit of like a jolt in my day of like, all right, this is definitely something I'm going to talk about in therapy with Samantha tomorrow. But <laughs> um, my, my boss told me I have small energy. <laughs> I've been <laughs> yeah. told that before too. <laughs> just something to unpack. No, I just meant like that's from your perspective, like just like, I don't know how I would take that. Yeah, so I was just, I mean, it was a very like, obviously my my boss would not remember this conversation if I asked him about it right now, but of course <laughs> I'm gonna think about it for a while. Totally. Uh, That's wild though, cause it's like, it's not something you easily forget or like it's not something that changes. So yeah. to just like have a quick shift in perspective, oh, it's like you, I'm grouping you as, no, you're not tall. Yeah, and like not to be a huge bitch, but like he's not that much taller than me either. I'm like, <laughs> you're like maybe six foot, maybe a little more. So I will say as a tall individual, I mean, just to clear the air, I'm six two. Yeah, like, wait, I, I was going to say, should we all say our heights? Sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's a great idea. So like I said, maybe five, nine and a half, five, ten ish. Sometimes 5'11", I, I, six foot. Yeah, somewhere in, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how tall are you? Oh my god, I'm 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm 6'2", nice. and I, I'm 6'2", but I've been 6'2", since like middle school. Straight so up. Like, Same. Yeah. yeah, so like I don't, I like I just don't think about other people's heights unless they are as tall or tall like, I just don't notice it or like recognize people like how tall someone is because yeah. like I rarely am speaking to someone who is my height yeah which is I maybe like not to defend a boss because that's not my vibe but I just feel like that <laughs> I can relate to him there where I'm like oh yeah like I guess that person is tall even though I wouldn't think that they're tall because I'm taller than that yeah I mean, it was not an important conversation, <laughs> so. But it was, to you now, in a week. I'm like, I used to not be tall. Sam Tap, not, okay, this is something I've also learned. Some people don't like it. Some very tall people don't like it when you use the term tower over. That's not yeah. a very nice thing to be described as, you know, you sound like the leading tower pizza, not a human person. 
So like, I don't know if, but anyway, that's something about height. But I'm like, Sam used to be so much taller than me when I was like in eighth grade, when I was a freshman, like I didn't really start growing until sophomore year of high school. I was a late bloomer. So, but then now I'm taller than all these bitches. So mm-hmm. it's Anyone like, and everyone. Yeah. And we've talked me? about this on the pod before, but like people have preferences that like they won't date people who aren't like shorter than them. And it's like, maybe this is like, you know, something subconscious, something we don't have words to talk about or like what we're attracted to or like whatever, but it's also kind of fucked up. (laughs) I think so. I mean, I used to be that bitch, even though no one was trying to date me. I would be like, I "I don't want to date anyone that's shorter than me. And my like high school boyfriend was tall. Um, This, this I did think of when height was brought up. So Mm -hmm. something I've noticed recently is that I've dated a lot of who I like to call short kings or have had crushes mm. on them in my my more recent years. And my friends about a month, ahead, month, month and a half ago made me uh, make a PowerPoint presentation of people <laughs> I've had crushes on in the past six years <laughs> leading up to, I sort of did beginning of high school to uh, now. And I it, love it. And the main things I kept track of was who is a short king and i've also had a history of uh loving tauruses and cancers um so uh, just mm. big big babies <laughs> big big babies because i'm over and i'm the same big way. crying stubborn so babies i that's love, interesting because um a, a couple king. i mean i love a short king <laughs> to, to go on the astrology for a quick hot mm-hmm. skip, skip and a jump Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a couple years ago, I did an exercise where I like wrote out all of the like men I had slept with in, in their astrological symbols, and I tried to like see if there were any like you know uh, patterns patterns emerging. It. Yeah, patterns emerging, and I felt like I was having really bad sex with cancers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds right. That's fair. <laughs> I also noticed a pattern of two people. Well, one. One didn't horribly wrong me, but one person that horribly wronged me should have known Leo Mann, but he had the same birthday as another person that I had a crush on, who also has the same birthday as my roommate, but I like my roommate, (laughs) so. I just saw a tweet that was like, anyone who has a Leo for a parent, it's like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) What's going on with Leos right now? I didn't know. It's like, I feel like the sign that everyone hates is every it was Gemini for like three years and then Pisces everybody was hating on like yeah I guess it's Leo's now these trends I love I hate to bring gender into it because it doesn't exist but I do think people that identify as male that are Leo's are bad and when (laughs) hopefully no one hears us Leo. No, we're everyone Pisces. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. We're all fish here. I think that's my sister sign, or like whatever's adjacent, or whatever. Um, all I know is, is I will be spearheading the the Aries hate era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, oh, Aries! I could get down on hating an Aries. Oh fan. yeah! Thank God. They were the well, hated one for a minute. Well, I just want. I mean, Jess, I feel like we're very we're. We're, you know, in combat a bit because, like, in my experience, like, I was, like, 
I feel like I I enjoy a Leo presence in my life. Mm. I That's... love Leos, but a lot of the Leos I love are non-binary, are ladies. <laughs> like Lime. my roommate's a Leo. I made a gorgeous new friend during quarantine. They're a Leo. Like I don't know. But no, no man. No, <laughs> no to Leo man. That's no fair. Leo. The Leo, the Leo man that's springing to mind in my memory has not wronged me. But like that is not to say that he is representative of all of these of lions out here and their manes and all of this. You know, they're just fiery. I mean, they're fire. Uh, it's fire signs. So very. It's just a fire sign. Ouchie. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about yeah, height a bit more. Joe, jo, what? Where do you? Where do you? Or what are you thinking about as like height preference in dating? Oh, I mean, it's weird. It's like dating A B. I've never done that. What is mm -hmm. that? Who are other people? What is my body? What is anyone's body? Like these are all things that I should. No one should listen to my opinion on any of this, but I will give it. And it is that, um, I don't know, there's all sorts of stigma about like being a tall bottom too. Like, what is that about? Do we know this? I, well, I think that people just like- Assume if you're short that you're Yeah. Stereotypes and like, yeah, or like, or just like assume that of someone who is short over someone who is tall. Absolutely, yeah. or that like, you have a huge fucking dick if you're tall as fuck as well. Or like, these are congruent things, which is like, obviously none of these are congruencies. Mm -mm. Um, in terms of preference, I have no idea. Well, speak for yourself. Uh, preferentially, <laughs> I don't want to date any of these hoes. I don't care how short or tall you are right now, stay away from me, it's a pandemic, you know? Of course. Sure, but like in an, in an, in a normal universe, like speak on where you were at, you know, seven months it ago. It was nice at one point to be like, oh wow, this person is at least as tall as me because I am kind of extraordinarily tall. Self-described Irish giant over here. So like, I don't know. I kind of do revel and like the idea of someone that is taller than me because it is hard to find. Yeah. But that being said, like, I have dated and been with people who are much shorter than me. So, like, it's not really something I look for immediately. Yeah, me either. I mean, it's just, like, if I was looking for that, I would... I mean, there's there's so few options. But then so, also, like, if I'm looking on an app, especially, it's, like, not even a question. Like, I'll look at the number that it says, which might be a lie anyway. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, whatever. I really care more about the face, if I'm honest. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah, care how high up the face is, as long as the face is right. Mm -hmm. I totally agreed. And like, yeah, same for me. Like, I think on Hinge, there's always like, is they have like a height thing. But like, on Tinder and Grindr and stuff, like people are just like listing their height because I guess they get like, people want to know that stuff because it matters to them. Yeah, but like if I if it, if I was asked when if I'm asking someone about their height, it's not because I'm using it as like a meter stick, a literal yeah. meter stick. Right. It's just because I'm curious and I'm like trying to like figure out what this person's like energy is like. Where it's Vibe. like mm -hmm. the way that this person is talking to me would be totally different if they were like five foot six or six foot two. But like I've 
kissed men who are a foot shorter than me and a foot taller than me and both were great experiences so like <laughs> you know i i've i've had it from both ends and i like wow. each way heard that before yeah mm-hmm. okay but there's also like a sociological and economic aspect to being tall there's like all sorts of studies that are like Tall people are more successful. Tall people make more money. Tall people are trusted more. Like just once in- again, speak for yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, Lord knows none of this is true about me. Nobody trusts me. I make nothing, and yada yada yada. But like, I don't know. Do we all have an implicit tall bias? I, I don't think I do. I, <laughs> I mean, but I guess that's the thing about bias. Sometimes you don't. You don't even know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we probably do because like we're like looking up at someone and like like we probably like our mind are like like parental figure, like respect this like adult figure in like in the room or whatever. Mm. Like your mind is just like thinking that way. I I did actually just think of something. So I uh, went to art school and I studied photography and like during critiques I would critique. always hang stuff up pretty high and people would ask me to lower it because I would be oh. putting it up to like my eye line of like, this is good. And then people would be like, that's crazy. You have to Don't lower even get it. me started on, it's like, is that why we came to this art school critique today? To talk about how and, high I hung this on the wall? Can we talk about the content of my fucking art, please? Or anything else? I, you know, but isn't that the most yeah. annoying critique? Can we talk it's about like, the content or can someone finally convince me to drop out already? <laughs> like something, <laughs> something productive. Like. Exactly. Either tell me I suck or like, tell me you don't like it or but don't tell me that it needs to be an inch shorter yeah, off the ground just, like fuck you jeez i mean it's a, it's a lot like what you were saying with men's faces where you're like i mean i don't really care how tall how far it is away from the floor i just want to know what it looks like mm-hmm. but let's hear what it, it sounds sound like, like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is like art school oh my god that just triggered me so hard like and so it, it's like even in grad school i remember going to like grad school like painting critiques and and they would be like it was so brave of you to put it so far above eye level and it's like what the fuck is going on like what is going on here on this day we just had three professors go on and talk about how crazy it is that you hung it like Higher. I just so feel you. It's Art school's a hoax. Art school is such a scam. It's insane. Biggest scam. And I had professors telling me that, and I was like, I'm going to still give you all my money for four years and regret it. <laughs> like, fully do. Vibe, yeah. Ugh. Oh, say la vie. It's in the past. It's in the past. I'm over. sorry that I can only offer sympathies <laughs> to you guys. I just, I want you to know that I'm here for you and I, I know you have your regrets, but I want you to just go on living even though you made your mistakes in the past. Thank you so much. It's really okay. Thank you so much. It's like, we now know where to put the art and it's um, mm-hmm. wherever it's Wherever we freaking want. However high you want your art on the wall is where you put it. Thank you. <laughs> I start <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> Jess, did you ever watch the movie Tall Girl on Netflix? Okay, wow. I, I also thought about this. <laughs> um, I remember nothing about it. I wish she made fun of for being tall. Like, I think that was probably it. That was it. And Wasn't I remember, that like pretty much all of it? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot hour, of it. 30 minutes of that. And it was, I was like, obviously going into the, this is going to be foolish, but I will watch any horrible movie that Netflix puts out about teens. Cause I'm addicted. <laughs> like I don't care about anyone's narrative. That's older, younger than that. Like high school is perfect age for me. I'll cry every time, except I, <laughs> I didn't cry during tall girl, which I really thought I was going to. Cause it if was like, anybody okay, cry during tall girl, <laughs> I like need to meet them. <laughs> I would love to. I, I mean, like, Ultimately, like, <laughs> I get it because <laughs> I hated being tall when I was a kid because I was mm. like, oh, it's like not feminine or like mm. nonsense, garbage. And like, I really like being taller now, but it was so dramatic. Um, oh my God. And I think, I mean, she was like six foot, which I guess for like a girl is tall, but it's also <laughs> like, I don't know. People are taller. People be tall. People yeah. be tall. Yeah. I felt like if they, if she should have been like 6'6". Six, six I know. Something. It's like, make it insane if you're going to do it at all. Yeah. Like, We're like, I was about to say the sentence. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was literally about to say the sentence, I wish I remembered more about Tall Girl, but that's not true. Like, I remember <laughs> hating it. I feel like yeah. we all, we know too much already that we've seen it in the past yeah I think. it's like i'll watch double teamed again before yeah. i watch tall girl oh my god absolutely i just want to i want tall girls who don't make being tall their whole thing characters that don't make don't flaunt their tallness so flagrantly yeah i mean like I'm... like i said it is it is like a pillar of my personality but it's not the thing I have so many other things. Like it's it can't a Parthenon over there. There's tons of pillars. So many pillars. You couldn't even. You can't even imagine. But being tall is just like some of it. You got to have more than one thing, even if it's dumb. <laughs> like, you got to diversify the personality portfolio. I'm exactly. not just a horse girl. I'm also a tall girl. I'm also tall. I also and though that's actually an interesting dynamic because you know horse horse jockeys have to be short so that's actually con conflict is coming immediately as soon as we diversify whoa oh you hate to hear it <laughs> <laughs> just sucks for her like how is she ever going to prove the industry wrong you know the tall horse girl i, I tall mean, horse I'm... girl would be an amazing <laughs> sequel to tall girl <laughs> <laughs> she like meets a, a friend and then they have to like I don't know mm, no you know what I'm gonna work on this <laughs> I was like can I work this out this isn't important <laughs> oh wait you know what I do remember from tall girl is like her best friend who is like so high energy she's like the only high energy character in the movie yeah no she her yeah. her like sister is an incredible energy in the movie and then I think that Angela from The Office plays her mom. Yeah, wait. If I'm remembering this correctly, her sister was, like, obviously shorter. Because if she was tall, the movie would have been about her. <laughs> she also, like, did she do pageants? Yeah, it was, mom? like, in the South. Okay. Whoa. Love it. I'm going to rewatch this very soon. <laughs> I know just because of this conversation. Um, it was such a thing. But, like... I love that you are at least watching all of this content Netflix is putting out because they really pump these shit these out now. Like they they're almost really like do. lifetime schedule. Like they are coming at us. 
it's so bad i'm like i could i mean especially over quarantine i've spent questionable amounts of time watching nonsense uh <laughs> one of a lot of them being like horrible netflix things i mean my <laughs> friends <laughs> this is horrible and not related to hype but related to non sense on netflix my friends and i watched kissing booth one together over like netflix party a few months ago and then we were like this movie's insane because it was like taken as like a wapad submission so it was like written by like a full-on 13 year old which you can tell seconds into the movie (laughs) um but they have since a a second one and i'm every day i see it i'm like i want to watch it but i have to wait to watch it with my friends (laughs) which is embarrassing (laughs) ultimately a flaw of mine (laughs) but yeah i disagree sounds iconic thank you yeah i mean like the one this is all just quarantine quarantine has affected our lives in every way in ways we would never have expected but it does make us Mm -hmm. want to watch kissing booth one and two exactly of course (laughs) sam also is a simp for teen content like he <laughs> would happily only watch teen shows i think for the rest of his life i mean like high that. school like you said is the perfect setting for a show like that's where all of the most dynamic and like incredible character drama of our lives like the shakespearean drama of our mm-hmm. lives that is middle school and high school is the perfect backdrop for any kind of tv show absolutely don't even what? get me started on Riverdale. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing about... I gotta me. dig back into that. I've only seen season one, um, but I've promised, like, three people that I would give it another go. You should. I mean, it is even true, though, though <laughs> that, like, the most insane shit... Like, I don't think I have ever felt deeper than when I was in high school. Like, all of the angst, all the shit you just build oh God, up in your yeah. mind to be so important. It's, like... I was never more emotionally giving or volatile than I was in high school, for sure. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I, I I was actually sort of thinking on a similar track yesterday because on my drive while I was on, on in the car, I was I listened to all of the book "Call Me by Your Name," which Whoa. I had never read before. But the book, the audiobook is read by Army Hammer but it's from the POV. Uh, all the book is entirely in first person from Elio's point of view. Mm-hmm. But like, I could not really get the grasp of it. Like he's supposed to be like, obviously a very smart 17 year old where I was just like, he is clearly, he's written to be very, very smart. But I was like, this is not like a 17 year old's like energy. Like this is not no. who this would be like. I just feel like he would not be so cerebral about his horniness. He would just be a horny teen. You know what I mean? Of course. I feel like uh, some teens might be that cerebral, but yeah, not a lot of them. Not Elio, one of them. anyone I knew. <laughs> Vibe. Yo, but Riverdale, I saw one episode and a fucking Archie was getting arrested for murder. And I was like, you guys know. <laughs> it's insane. It's crazy. They have so much sex. They're so horny. They all have 400 businesses. They're all like truly small business owners to the max. It is and they're so in like their juniors in high school and they literally. all have like. <laughs> <laughs> and they're obviously all like 20 plus in real life. Does the high school have its own chamber of commerce? <laughs> Maybe. What is like, going on? Uh, it's 
So stupid. I mean, yeah, my friend <laughs> fucking loves it. Friend of the pot, Elisa Ogot, stands Riverdale. So I guess the appeal is there. The appeal's there. Absolutely. And everyone is pretty hot on it. it Everyone's seems. pretty hot. Yeah. Friend of the I... pod, Kirsten McKinnis hosts a Riverdale podcast. So like if people are out there talking about it week by week. Okay. Love that. I, what was I? Oh yeah. I, something that like haunts me every few months is like, and I know it's so different because like this is a celebrity and it's his job to look nice, but KJ Apa is two months older than me and I sell glasses in Brooklyn and he's <laughs> shredded <laughs> and uh, from New Zealand and it's crazy that we were born truly months apart and it makes yeah. me furious. <laughs> it's a dangerous yeah. game. Like I don't want to see what a a 26 year old celebrity man looks like especially because and i still have never been I, okay like i say this i mean it just feels like there are no polish celebrities so truly no famous person looks like me and so like i just don't want to see a cut 26 year old where i'm like doing my best you know like i'm I, it's not my job to look presentable for television and, and it is their job so like i can't i it's just not healthy to like think that yeah. way no it's impossible not to yeah i'm Absolutely. also i'm also polish so thank god there's no cut polack ladies because <laughs> i would be spiraling even more than i already am <laughs> just you like guys. a level jess have you felt have you ever been told like has someone ever said you look like a celebrity like yeah. a specific celebrity one that happened twice, but like six years apart. It happened to me like when I was a sophomore in high school and it happened to me like two years ago. And I was a brunette then, but did not have bangs. Mm. And it does not make sense to me. I was told I looked like Zoe Deschanel. Mm. And I knew was... you were going to say that. Yeah, me too. Once you said the bangs. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, then, of course. Mm -hmm. But I like never got it i was like okay my name is jess and she plays a person named jess on a tv show <laughs> wow that is totally it <laughs> i'm like i'm like is there anything else but i've never been told i looked like anybody else yeah. and i i don't think i look like anyone so I mean, i've never been told i look like a celebrity and i also don't feel like i look like one so, so th that's just all i once once i heard you were polish i had to ask i just made <laughs> Uh, 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 pierogies for the first time ever over the weekend. Homemade. I've never made them myself. My dad, Whoa. I think, has made them before. It was so simple. It generally, I'm like, oh, dough and a filling. Yeah, let's do and it. And then you boil it <laughs> and then you fry it. It's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, it took less, it took an hour to do 12. It was great. Okay, I have plans for tomorrow night. <laughs> yes, uh, Polish oh. Heritage Appreciation. Shout out. <laughs> well, pierogies are kind of the celebrity of Poland. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you saying I look like a pierogi? Words, <laughs> <laughs> no one. Obvi, I'm kidding, no. <laughs> I, well, I, I couldn't hear you. I, I think you... I you something was little... wrong with the oh, connection for I cut your out. joke. Yeah, I think you made a joke. Mm -hmm. I said, so. yeah, I said your words, not mine. That's sucks. <laughs> it was oh, funny. That is like, funny. timing. Is... It's like almost comedy is all timing. It is almost like that. Yeah. And timing <laughs> is impossible on a call, which is it's a fun yeah. hurdle we've been overcoming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Something I 
some I don't know where I read this. I'm not pivoting back to height. Um I don't know where I heard this, but it was something about like this tall person always I mean I'm also gay, so I sit like a fool. But I oh I also heard like a tall person saying they like love to like sit with their legs up because they like to feel compact. And sometimes I think about that because I don't sit like a normal person feet never on the damn ground oh no i don't know if that's an experience everyone else here can sort of relate to this is the lgbtq experience it is yeah. it's sitting weird yes absolutely i do like to curl up put a leg on something else you know mm -hmm. who knows where who knows what goes where when i go to sit on a chair yeah yeah it's a new experience every time and i've been called out for it and it's Frankly. Yeah, some straight people are really uncomfortable with sitting on chairs all weird. And I'm like, you guys, really, you need to break the mold here. <laughs> For real. This is not the only thing that you need to overcome, but yeah, it, it's a good start. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, does my leg hanging over the arm of this chair bother you for some reason? Maybe you need to examine that and the entirety of your being. Exactly. I've never right. sat anywhere, but I've draped myself on many things. There you go. Yeah. You've never sat anywhere? Never. No, anywhere? I've only ever draped myself on things. Okay. You must be so tired. <laughs> it makes it sound That's like my experience. You've, you've like only ever like been around like a chaise lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the dream. I wish I had if a chaise only. lounge that could follow me around like Grandma Aggie's bag in Halloween Town. I watched that yesterday when I was spiraling. <laughs> Yo, I had that huge urge to ha watch Halloween Town yesterday. I should do it. You should do it. It was it was the medicine I needed. Wow, I love Halloween Town. <laughs> as far as horror content goes, this month I'm going to try to watch Hereditary and Us, which I never saw in theaters either. I've Whoa. never seen Us either. I'm not... I... So I think, I just tweeted this, so it's stupid to now say it, but I do think I like present as someone that likes scary things and I really am not. I'm a big, big baby, like I said before. Um, yeah. So every now and again, I'm like, maybe I'll try to watch something spooky. I watched Midsommar a few months ago, which like isn't spooky as much as it is disgusting yeah. <laughs> and gross. Um, because I love Florence Pugh and it was uh, pretty. <laughs> so I wanted to see it. Um, I but watched so it like three times. All yeah, my but... friends like spooky stuff, and I'm like, I know I'm missing out, but I'm also big baby. So... <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as being a big old baby goes, <laughs> I can totally relate, and yeah. I am one as well. Huge baby child of when, when it comes to Two scary babies. stuff. <laughs> two Polish babies. Uh, that's us. I love that. Um, it, it, but like, like you, like I see these things and know that I'm like missing out on a good movie because I don't want to be scared. But like that, like after I see the film, I like will be scared. We just talked about this last week, but like mm. the horror movies make me not able to go to sleep. Like no, I same. cannot. I. I, one, am scared to turn off the lights and then, like, go to sleep. And then my dreams will also be affected and I'll wake up again and I'll have to put myself back to sleep scared that it's dark in exactly. my room again. <laughs> I 
no one in my family, like my immediate family, really likes scary movies either. So it was just not not in my culture, not in my mm. peripheral vision growing up. But now truly everyone I know likes scary stuff. And I, I think sorry. I can't do it. No, I'm I mean it was just me sighing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel your guys' pain. I wasn't always, I liked spooky shit always, kind of my brand, but I didn't like always love like truly scary movies. I have grown to love them. It didn't take too long. My friend in high school would always make them, make us watch them. But like, it's not a bad impulse to be scared of scary things. So you guys don't feel bad about it. But there has been a horror renaissance. I will say that like, Horror movies were bad for a long time, like for most of them. So you were missing out for a lot of culture, but I feel like they did get really good again. And like, you should watch the good ones. You don't That's have to subject to yourself do. to the shitty ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Hereditary is very good. And I'm excited that you're planning to watch it soon. And a lot of the, I mean, I know this isn't the case for Hereditary, but I like a lot of things that like, are labeled as horror movies like or scary are just like there's a suspenseful part of the film like mm -hmm. i felt like before i went and saw parasite people were talking about like it is a scary film and it's just like it it isn't like it's not a horror movie like it's not mm -hmm. scary there's just like high I stakes think, i think parasite is like the um what's the word not objection but like Blank to every rule, exception to every exception. Mm. It's like every genre. Like there are parts of Parasite. I like when people called it a horror movie. I was like, I kind of get it. Like there's that one scene, there's one scary. shot that's like scary. Yeah. The eyes, the eyes, are terrifying, terrifying. But like maybe there are some other parts that are maybe like quote unquote like horror suspenseful. But yeah, I feel like a or fucking it's the exception to every rule. Is Hereditary like? gory that's like my main thing i can't i mean i can't deal with any of it but like that's a big one you, for me. yeah how did you watch midsummer oh my god because ugh, i know i my friend was like there's gonna be a part that you're gonna like i i looked away because it yeah. was hereditary isn't so it's by much the same guy gore. right yeah it is by the same guy it's not like the goriest there are some there is some but you could look away. You could look and away. And Tony Collette's in that one, right? Exactly. I that's yeah. like that's <laughs> the reason that's to like watch why it. I need like, to. So that's she that's fucking... my Florence Pugh. <laughs> so that's why I need to watch it. Absolutely. She eats that movie. It's so good. Okay. I saw it part one, like watching literally through my hands, like only <laughs> see only giving my eyes the amount of room to see just the part of the screen that had like the kids on it so that I could like <laughs> yeah. see what they were up to but like I was like constantly being ready to just like shield myself from seeing the scary parts of the film and I did the same thing when I went to see it part two in theaters <laughs> I was actually just talking about this the other day I was a freshman in high school desperately trying to fit in obviously and mm. I was like invited to this girl's birthday party that I met at volleyball tryouts a team I did not uh, make <laughs> and we were watching scary movies and i was like horrified we were watching insidious i'll never forget oh shit and i was just like 
on this one couch. Thankfully, I had another ally of a, a baby who was <laughs> scared, and we were just like truly hiding behind pillows, and people were straight up laughing at us the yeah. whole time. And I was like, "This is a good start for my high school career, and it's gonna go well." I was just like, "This is, oh no 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 no, not gonna be it for me." <laughs> oh, the Insidious soundtrack is so scary. I used it in like my horror movie that I made for my senior year film class or whatever. It's very spooky. It was so spooky. And they were just like, no, it's not. And I'm like, okay, but you're wrong. <laughs> the Insidious is crazy. The demon like lives inside images and like finds you via it's. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just never been for me. And it, I'm glad that I, we brought someone on the pod <laughs> who feels similarly. Another I, ally. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say about height? I feel like we, you know, there, there's there's short people out there, there's tall people out there, there's average people out there, like, I mean, all, all good. Yeah, all good. Obviously, not much said about shortness, but we don't relate to the short experience, so I don't I don't want to act as if I know right. their experience. It's um, like, I, we, no, sorry, please. No, was, one of the short kings I dated once told me that I was six foot. Because he was convinced he was 5'10". And I said, babe, you are not 5'10". Because I am. And I still giggle to that. Because um, we are not together. And in fact, we are on bad terms. <laughs> but just stupid, stupid egos. Stupid <laughs> egos and height are a horrible pair. <laughs> and they're intrinsically linked. True. Yes, absolutely. Napoleon Complex. Yeah, you ever... You, I mean, I was... Napoleon Complex is the term I was going to start talking about small dogs who bark a lot. Oh, Same yeah. thing. Same thing. But it's like, we were short once. Does being a kid fucking count? Like, it does. No, because yeah. even, like, but then, like, among your peers, you're, like, still somewhere on the spectrum of That's color. Yeah. Exactly. Like, in the eighth grade, when you and Miller were so much taller than me. Why? Yeah. And then, like, at least in, I feel like this is a fairly common experience of, like, if you were walking anywhere in your school, you lined up from, like, shortest to tallest. Wow. And I was always one of the last two people in the line, and it was me or this other girl. And we would always, like, each year sort of switch off. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's you? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'll get her next year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> totally. So well, let's move into our final segment of the show. This is Iconic, Not Iconic, where we have pre-prepared three topics of discussion. Uh, we'll go through them one by one, and after I say them, Joe and I will count down from three, and then each of us will say whether we think it's iconic or not iconic all at the same time, then we'll discuss. Sounds good. I love Great. it. First up, we have doubles. What do you mean doubles? Like in yeah. tennis? Tennis doubles. Oh, Okay. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Iconic. iconic. I think both singles and doubles tennis are iconic. Yeah. I mean, they each shine in their own way, and doubles is gorgeous uh, display of uh, friendship and support, you know? <laughs> vibe. Vibe. Mm -hmm. I would say that singles tennis is real, and doubles tennis is only comedy. <laughs> Mm. I feel like there's way too many people on there. I feel like mm. it's like 
everyone's just looking at too much and it's like, oh, you have to call it. Like there's just so many opportunities for too many comedy. cooks in the kitchen. True. Exactly. Do you think that and and I feel like there's no real narrative building around doubles where like singles is all drama all the time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. where like I feel like in a doubles match, I feel like someone's gonna like get hit in the groin with a tennis racket. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, singles is like definitely where rivalries come into play and doubles is just like we're having fun even yeah, if it's we all obviously love a, a big match <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i mean i love all the skirts too like oh, all yeah. the skirts are iconic and double i think i guess doubles is cool because it's like you have a doubles partner and that person you have to be like tight with like that's like like those um olympian american ladies who did like beach volleyball doubles like i just mm-hmm. feel like your doubles partner is like that's a whole different kind of friendship that like you'll only yeah. know if you do, if you have a doubles partner. Yeah, it's something you cannot replicate. I agree. I used to row crew and I rode in races uh, of a two man boat. Um, and my best friend at the, in high school was the other person in my boat. It was a great connection. Damn. You know, we weren't good, but we had a good time, which exactly. is the fun of doubles. Yeah, Cause like exactly. if you're not good in singles, you'll have a bad time but in doubles as long as you like the person you're competing with like you're still gonna have a good time Mm -hmm. wow and it's like yeah your ego it's like well i'm on a team in doubles so it's like oh we lost that sucks i can like be commiserated and like but if it's like singles it's like you know you lost you suck you're bad yeah They, that person, is clearly better than you. <laughs> they won the game, actually, so... But we had fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we have toiling. Toiling? Yeah, as in a, as in, in a field. Wait, I'm so Wait, good. twirling or toiling? No, T-O-I-L-I-N-G. Oh, like toiling over, like, some picking of veggies or some shit. Mm-hmm. Girl, okay. I'm with you in the field now. now. Okay. Now I'm in the field. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Not, not iconic. iconic. Not iconic. No. Not for me. No, I mean, if if two people had to clarify, it's not in the zeitgeist, you know? Literally, yeah. Speak on it, Jess. Speak <laughs> on it. Well, that's all I can say, you know? It's like... We'll obvious. say it again. Okay, it's not like <laughs> toiling. Um, Yo, it's like toiling. It's no, while you guys. I love me a veggie, and I, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think about the field, and maybe that's my, maybe that's something I have to work with. Wow, you know, I just feel like there are other synonyms that have taken over its place in the discourse, and yeah. like you know, a simple working will do. Like we don't always mm-hmm. have to use these ancient words. Mm. I, toil. I agree what's I gonna say about toiling like it's just no it's too much yeah I feel like there's way too much sweat I feel like there's way too much sweat when you're toiling it's like mm. really nasty I don't yeah. like it yeah I'm, I've never us. been much one for physical labor and I feel like you, that's the only kind when it comes to toil yeah and I feel like you never toil in like a comfortable temperature I feel like you're gonna probably be Really, really warm. It's hot in the toil, yeah. (laughs) For sure. 
I agree that we do need to think about where our food comes from and like, especially during this pandemic, like there are fucking people picking the fucking fruits and veggies and that's like a very important job, hashtag essential, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't want them to be out there toiling, but like, here we are. This is I agree and I say this as a privileged baby boy. I that's yeah. just that's my that's my perspective on the word toiling and I'm sorry. Same. I'm you know grew up live in the big city, grew out grew up just outside the big city. I don't know much else though my parents are both from the Midwest and maybe I should connect <laughs> with my roots a little bit more. Maybe we should go toil or something. Maybe let's go toil. <laughs> let's toil, guys. When we all get together again, let's toil. Um, it's like, finally, it's like, it's like millennial. Like, oh, come out for a whole two weeks, a whole package of toiling. Um, it's fully inclusive. My boss did that. They like they he, pre like early on in the pandemic, they had a weekend at a farm, where like initially it was just a farm like hotel where like it's at a farm or whatever but like in the pandemic due to like having to cut staff and stuff it became like a farm experience where they like had to help run the farm while they stayed there (laughs) that is so much yeah um but but, like i mean that's what your idea was that's what that's a fucking business model like that's hilarious (laughs) yeah i'm sure they got a lot of good picks uh finally we have trouble (gasps) Wow. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. Iconic. Oh I actually think we've done like getting in trouble or trouble before, but I was going for the double, double toil trouble of it all. And so I had wow. to A theme. use trouble. <laughs> oh my I God. I did think of that when you said toil. I was like, okay, double, wait, toil is something <laughs> I'm thinking of now. <laughs> it was A to seeing. Um, the weird sisters up in here. Sam, I am no. gagged. Um, trouble's fun. Trouble's like, fun. Trouble can obviously be bad, but it's also like almost flirty. It's like mm. trouble. I don't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. fiery <laughs> spicy almost mm-hmm. yeah it's like deviant and titillating like, mm-hmm. the, it's like well it's it, it actually makes me think of our word word of the day tall dark and handsome like i feel like uh, someone like mm-hmm. that like seedy underground individual like getting into trouble sexy yes absolutely trouble makes me think of like being like literally running through the woods in high school away from the police. Like that is the memory I went to. I was like, that was when I was in trouble. Oh, the cops are at the party, everybody run. But it was also very fun. Like a crazy memory looking back, like Mm -hmm. getting into trouble is memorable for sure. It's a story. 100. Yeah, and so like, like, being in trouble is not iconic in the moment to the person who's in trouble, but I feel like every moment fall, like once you're out of trouble, it's like, that was great. Yeah. (laughs) Causing trouble, very fun. Mm -hmm. Like just fucking um, meddling, being being a good old Slytherin about it. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Being a little agent of chaos, uh, Mm. of course, can be detrimental to those you are causing the chaos to, <laughs> but. 
you know, just just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, I I like an impish trouble. Like I love yeah. I love harmless pranks. Like I was watching the t to go back to TikTok. I was watching a video where a guy had super glued a jar of pickles shut, and he kept like, giving it to really muscular dudes, being like, "Hey, can you help me with this?" And none of them could. So funny. Okay, that's hilarious. I yeah. Love that. <laughs> and like, but like, but I hate pranks that are like just not even not thought out at all so like it's like there is a good and a bad trouble you know mm. pickles incredibly thought out <laughs> yeah so well thought out. <laughs> mm -hmm. that is a good point it's like not all of us are loki as much as we like wish we were you know like your prank has to be good mm -hmm. you know absolutely because otherwise it's bad it's bad and actually if no one's enjoying not good, it it's actually bad mm-hmm Yes, Jess. Yes. <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Excellent game of Iconic, Not Iconic. Jess, thank you so much for being here. This oh was God. so great. Thank you for uh, having me. Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before we start wrapping up? Um, listeners, if you're only dating someone that's taller than you, I would just dip your little toes in the shorter pool. Wow. Um, and then also unrelated, but go vote. <laughs> Please. Absolutely. We're getting to Please. it. I mean, as, as Bong Joon-ho said, once you get over the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, a whole mm -hmm. new world of wow. film is open up to wow, you. Wow, wow, wow. And Beautiful. I think that is only, <laughs> that is only even more applicable in the dating life. Mm -hmm. uh, um, to, as always, every episode we remind everyone go, go go out and get tested uh I, I feel like i'm hearing a lot i mean i hear a, more and more every week about people going out and dating perhaps engaging in uh sexual activities i think it's mm -hmm. important now more than ever to know your status when we Absolutely. are lowering our guards our mask guards to mm -hmm. like it's like you're dating this person it's like this is someone i'm gonna i'm like I, I hope they don't have coronavirus. I mm. hope they don't have anything else that I might uh, catch, you know? So, like, mm -hmm. it's important to just, like, get, get know, know all sorts of statuses. Your HIV, your, your uh, COVID-19, all, all of the rest. Your Facebook uh, status is very important. Of course. Know your Facebook status in that I hope you don't have one and you're <laughs> deleting it. Yeah. Um, if uh, secondly, as always, get out there and register to vote. I know there are states out there where you can still be registering to vote. Go to you know I think vote.org, vote save vote America, vote. Mm -hmm. There's it, you'll find out all the information for your specific state that I could. Mm -hmm. I mean I'm not. I can't rifle through fifty different options at this point. No. I don't want I'm, you to. I don't want. And you I'm not to. going to. I mean, obviously, by the time the pods up. But it will be over, but today's the last day to register in New Jersey. So I was reaching uh -huh. out to my kinfolk and, and otherwise and such. Sick. You gotta do Perf. it. Yeah. I hope I hope all of our New Jersey listeners are already registered by the time they're hearing this. Finally, get, get back, guys. Come on. Give your time. Give your energy. Give your money. Give your focus. Give your uh, the power of your voice to things you believe in and things you want to better the world and Absolutely. wear a mask and wear a mask mm -hmm. oh always even when you're always. walking around if when you're walk when you're walking in the woods and no one is around to hear it wear a mask 
I'd be doing that. Definitely. I'd be doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. and I know that's a lot to do, you guys, but like, shut up. You all went to high school. You can do it. You know, like, just be quiet and do it. You have time. If you can learn algebra for seven hours a day, you can wear a mask for one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If they could make a whole remake of Roald Dahl's The Witches with Anne Hathaway for some reason, (laughs) then you can do all of the things we just said. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Jess, I thank you so totally much for being on. Yeah, Jess, this was oh amazing. My... Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was a, it's an honor. <laughs> a privilege. Where... Oh yeah, absolutely. Where can people find you out there on the web? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jess Augustine, the month August, and then YN at the end. Um, and if you're just a little crazy, you can also find me on TikTok, but you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I don't they really do have to follow you on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> they those are more essential, I think, just to me personally. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Queerbo Queen on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow my other podcast, the Bitter Jurors Podcast, at Bitter Jurors Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We are talking Avatar The Last Thing, Airbender, every week. Uh, we're in the early stages of season two, and it just gets better and better from here. So hop on board. Vime. And you can follow our show, Word on the Streets, at Word on the STR8S on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was amazing. Bye. Love you, Lions. Bye. Bye. Bye.